This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. It was a busy day on Capitol Hill as three cabinet officials critical to food and ag policy testified before Congress. Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue was at the House Ag Committee. There, he fielded questions on USDA's nutrition policy, the Trump administration's biofuel efforts, and what producers should expect for trade assistance funding. Perdue said he doesn't currently plan to recommend another round of market facilitation program payments to President Donald Trump, even after the president's tweet on the subject in February. Certainly, I would stand by my statement that if the president asked me today and uh, we communicate on a regular basis is that I would not recommend another market facilitation program. His tweet, as I understand it, and I read it, uh, was preceded by the preposition if, uh, which means a contingency there. If this trade that we expect does not materialize, he is prepared again to help people, farmers, move through this. Purdue says he's optimistic American producers will be able to regain the Chinese market later this year. We see good encouraging signs of China doing things underneath from a technical resolution of some of the non-tariff trade barriers that are encouraging. So we're hopeful, we're optimistic. Uh, we believe that uh, China is a shrewd consumer. They're going to buy where the best deal is. This time of year, they buy soybeans from Brazil. We think they'll come into this market in late spring and summer and fulfill the commitments, but we'll be, we'll be looking. After the hearing, Purdue put the likelihood of another MFP in 2020 at 10%. There's more on his day at House Ag in Phil Brasher's story on agripulse.com. Purdue also said at the hearing he wants E15 to be the law of the land as consumers could be encouraged to use higher blends of biofuels. Biofuel policy also came up at a hearing with EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler, who said the agency is still working to determine how to respond to a court case impacting small refinery exemptions. Asked about the issue at a House Appropriations Subcommittee hearing, Wheeler says a decision is coming soon and he hopes it will quell the market for renewable identification numbers. Um, we're looking at other um, avenues to, tr to, to, to provide some stability in the program and to try to um, make sure that we don't have the, the, the wild um, fluctuations in the rent price market, yeah. but um, we, are, we are looking into that. The case struck down three SREs and biofuel groups want to see the EPA apply the ruling nationally. Finally, Interior Secretary David Bernhardt completed the trio of officials on Capitol Hill as he appeared before a Senate Appropriations Subcommittee. His appearance came after President Donald Trump tweeted a call for a bill that fully and completely funds the Land and Water Conservation Fund. Bernhardt said the tweet should serve as a call to action. I would also be willing to bet that there were some bean counters in the old executive office building last night that were having heart palpitations after the president's statement. There will be folks who have long held concerns regarding the LWCF, and they will express those concerns going forward. Therefore, I think everyone who has expressed support for addressing our deferred maintenance backlog and fully funding the LWCF with mandatory funding should grab an oar and start rowing together. But Sanders were confused by the mixed messages sent with that tweet and a budget that recommended cuts to the LWCF. Steve Davies has more in his story on agripulse.com. Finally today, President Trump has signed a bill that authorizes funding for 720 new ag inspectors at ports of entry. 
The bipartisan bill was pushed by members of the House and Senate Ag Committees and also authorizes 60 new canine teams. National Pork Producers Council President David Herring says the bill addresses the current inspection shortfall, reduces the risk of African swine fever and other foreign animal diseases from entering the U.S., and protects the U.S. food supply for U.S. consumers. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at FLMHarvest.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit AgriPulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.